Um, but yeah, I honestly think I'm gonna snip snip this Most of chunk. That. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna put it <laughs> out as our stand-in holiday episode. It's gonna be probably on a Tuesday. And it's just Caroline <laughs> ranting about a muffin Christmas carol. A romance or TBR. A romance or TBR Christmas carol. Um, so that's gonna happen. Good. There is a Christmas book where she shoots the hero, and I loved it. Well, I didn't love it, love it, but like it redeemed itself when she shot him. Oh, the backtracking! Like, I loved what she did. I was because he was horrible. Because you were like, "What is this guy?" Like, you were not loving him, and then he got shot, and then he was like, "I think you killed me," and she was like, "Oh no!" Um, it was great. It was by Jennifer Ashley. It's from Forever. Oh, Um, yeah, she had a whole line with them. So ones where you think it you think it doesn't have a step back because it has like the printed online, but then you open it and there's a step back in it. Um the prime um dupe. <laughs> so, I believe it was Jennifer actually. One second. Just so I can lead you guys all in the right path. Um because yeah, it wasn't the Ian McKenzie. I think it was her. Please be her, because I don't want to take up any more time. Please. You can cut it. I know. Future Hannah editing. I know. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Zuzu. Let me find it. Back to my challenge last year. Oh, Christ, her delicate toes. Oh, gosh, they were so delicate. (laughs) Oh, okay. Jennifer Haymore. I am wrong. But that one was, I was not wrong that it was from Grand Central and Forever. A Season of Seduction. Um, Again. It was, it did what it needed to do. And by the end... I was feeling the Christmas spirit. Yeah, so... Again, I just... That one was fun. Because I read so many last year, and this year you just can't be bothered, so... Ghosts of Reed's Past. Pulling me through. We watched The Muppet Christmas Carol the other day. I thought of you. God, I love that movie. That was our first Christmas watch of the season. I love that for you. And earlier today I was messaging Estelle because... It, some of the songs from it are on my Christmas playlist, which mm-hmm. is a banger. And the um, the the song the 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 song that the Ghost of Christmas Present sings, mm-hmm. that song came on, and I was crying <laughs> because there's something about that song. That one and the um, the one the Kermit and um and Tiny Tim yeah. when they sing together, that one gets me. Um, but there's something about like that joyful it's Christmas and like it like the season of love and joy. I don't know. I don't know because it's a happy song, but it gets me right in the feels and then I'm That's crying. How I those epilogues that span like fifty years. Yeah, it's like that, but like the holiday cheer just injected itself yeah. right into my veins and then I was crying and it was a whole thing. And Estelle was like, honestly, that's so valid because it's Estelle. She gets it. It's the Muppets. Mm-hmm. She knows. Mm-hmm. I will say because I hadn't seen that thing in years. God, what a good movie! Um, it was. It was very good. I was just terrified of that ghost of Christmas present or past. Yeah, right? no future. Future. Wait, yeah, because they, the, they the made a comment. The the white ghosty. Oh, past. She was freaky. Oh, I don't like future. I think I they did know. a good job freaking that. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I think because they even made movie. like a comment about like, are you sure this is made for children? And I was like, I don't know. I'm scared. I'm 25. Oh, I thought that was the future. <laughs> hmm. Which whichever one is no, the, the, the little white one is past. Nice. Yeah, she yeah. just really creeps me the hell out, and could show up in my nightmares at any time in December, and I would fully run away. So. The one that could creep that creeps me out is um I only watch the Muppet Christmas Carol. That's by far no, my favorite Muppet. ones. My sister loves Muppets. Oh no no sorry I love the Muppets. It's the only Christmas Carol that I watch. Oh yeah, um, I, the Christmas Carol just in general creeps and freaks me out. Sure sure it's meant to. It's Charles yeah. Dickens. But my yeah. dad always likes to instigate fights every year because he says it's the third best Christmas Carol and that the best one is he like Scrooged. Oh, no, that one doesn't even count. That's a separate. We do also love Scrooge. Um, The best one is – oh, why am I blanking on – it's not Michael Caine because Michael Caine is in The Muppets Christmas Carol. It's uh, George C. Scott plays Mm. Scrooge. And then the second best one is uh, Patrick Stewart. Which, absolute nonsense. The best one is – in fact, uh, The Muppets Christmas Carol is, number one, a costuming genius – it's art. It's like one of the best costumed movies ever. It's super accurate to the time. And also it's one of the most accurate book to movie adaptations. And I think we should like hats off to the Muppets for that, for pulling that off. However, one of those- interesting for kids. Yeah. Because like I had to go to the Guth like in Minnesota, the, the Guthrie Theater is like our fancy theater in the cities. And for some reason they took a bunch of fifth graders to charles dickens the christmas carol no and one it was kind of freaky yeah two it was very long yeah and i was just like i i think my mom fell asleep i couldn't blame her yeah Uh, because she had to go with like me and like my sister but uh yeah i have no real interest in other christmas carols no well so the one of the i don't remember which one it is i think it's probably george c scott but it haunts me the ghost of christmas present in that movie and it's accurate to the book it's something that got left out of the muppet ones but it is a part of the book but it's like particularly scary the way they do it in that movie is that he like parts his robe and under the robe are the the two Mm -hmm. it's like hunger and like famine and something. I don't yeah. remember what their names are. But gluttony or something like that. I don't know. No, it's it's like two starving little vagrant children living under oh. his robe, and they're like emaciated and horrible. And it's supposed to be like, oh, it's all wonderful. But then if you actually look behind the scenes, like there are all of these kids starving in the streets. But in the movie, they're like the fuel of nightmares. <sighs> like it's it was. Br- I saw it as a child and was like, no. Uh, I don't, and I know what the point Charles Dickens was trying to make was, but I did not care for that. And if I'm going to watch something at Christmas, it's going to be the goddamn Muppets. And I know I'm right because Michael Caine was talking in an interview about how great that movie is and how he watches it every year. He's like, it's the best Muppet movie. It was so great to work on and I love it. I was like, that's Michael Caine. There's one that I like have watched. I don't know which one that I would have watched. Because I don't watch it a lot, like, just in general. But, like, there was – maybe in school I think we had to watch it. I don't know. I don't – But he did kind of look like Michael Caine. It was probably – might be George C. Scott. He George looks Scott. He looks like um, – I mean, not identical, obviously, but mm-hmm. I, I could see how as a kid I would get those two confused. There's only one Michael Caine. Well, I mean, I know, but <laughs> – I didn't even try to Google – Oh my gosh. 
I'm trying to find what the two. Oh, yeah. I recognize that weirdly sexual ghost in that Christmas <laughs> getup. Look at that. Yeah, that's the guy. That's the guy. And he has the kids under his robe. Yeah, I do remember him. Maybe he was a sexual awakening. Maybe he wasn't. I mean, I get that because I do remember him being weirdly hot. Yeah. Oh, there's ignorance and want. Those the are the present. two. Oh. The two children are uh, ignorance and want. Yeah, that's definitely the one I've seen. And oh my god, fantasy thriller. Well, at least they named it a thriller. Oh yeah, because I recommend. I'm gonna send you this image right now and tell me that this is not the fuel of nightmares. Uh oh. When have I even seen that? It had to have been in school. Oh yeah, that also just seems wrong. In like a lot of ways, it Ew, it no, is. What? It's deeply appalling, and I mean, again, it's supposed to be. I understand that. That's the point. Maybe this wasn't the one, but I remember that guy. Did they perhaps have a school edit where they cut that out? <laughs> that I don't know. Huh. Well, plot twist: This is our Christmas episode. <laughs> Our Christmas episode is actually just us watching all the different Christmas carols. Yeah. Except you couldn't pay me to do that. I only watch the Muppets. Well, I think. Oh, yeah. There's that Ryan Reynolds one, too. Spirited. Oh, you know what? I do want to watch the Barbie as, um, in the Christmas carol. That She has a Barbie one? Yeah. She plays like oh. a, a, a bitchy young performer. Whoa. Who is like the Scrooge type character, I believe. There's also that animated one that got popular last year because young Scrooge, like young animated Scrooge was hot and there was a really Jim good Carrey song. One? Uh, I don't remember Jim Carrey being, but I mean, maybe. I don't know. I, I didn't watch I it. I'm on here. Maybe that's the one. I mean, it was animated. Yeah. So... Jim Carrey. No, Jim no, no, no. It was Jim a Carrey. way less freaky animation. Because okay. that does look freaky. And Young Scrooge oh. was hot. It was on like Netflix or something. Oh, no, this one. Not the 2001 one. No, no, no. It was from like last year. Oh, let me just type in 2022. Scrooge, a Christmas Carol? Maybe. I have to assume, yeah. Yes. Yep, that's the one. I will say that one song that got popular. you say there's a hot Scrooge. There was a hot young animated Scrooge in that, and if you look up his song. He kind of looks hot when he's old, if I'm being I get that. I get that. Um, You're not wrong. Mm -hmm. But there's a specific, it like went viral on TikTok, specifically his song. Um, Mm. Oh, yeah, I think you played this for me. I probably did. It was probably about this time last year. Mm-hmm, because I'm seeing him, and it's looking real familiar, and I definitely did not watch the movie, and I'm... Later never comes. Wow. Yeah, deja vu. Olivia Rodrigo was right. This is where we have to insert, pause, play the song from the 2022 Christmas Carol... Why does it hit? ...thingy, and then now you can hit play, and we're back. I think the other thing that just I can't deal with in the Christmas Carol, and they're like it's still sad in the Muppets version, but I'm it's a little bit easier to deal with is that I can't like him losing his chance with that woman with Belle yeah. and like just growing old, and then he never has that opportunity. Like in the book, she gets married and like has a bunch of kids, and he goes to see her, but like 
The, I just like that is one of those like you with the epilogues crying over the passage yeah. of time. I do not deal with the whole like missed opportunity and now yeah. you'll never have that like opportunity at love. And like I get he's got all the other kinds of love and he becomes like a father to tiny Tim. Whatever, but he'll never have like it's not but like he gets to he, go he gets back. with her in the in the Muppets one though, right? No, no, never in any of them. No, no. I mean, the Muppets, when they don't show her in the future with her kids and stuff, it's just that she leaves him and she sings a really sad song. And Michael Caine gives an Oscar-worthy performance. Do you know, do you not, you, did you watch the version without the song? I think so. So the song was removed was from Disney. the theatrical, or from the, yeah, from the theatrical release. On Disney+, Plus. you can watch it with the song, but it's in, like, the, you have to look at, like, the special features or something. There's the version oh. with the song, but there is a song, and it, pit- like, I don't even love the song, because I don't love the actress's voice. The, mm. my, the whole rest of my family demands we watch it with the song, because they love it, and that's fine. The thing that I will say about the song is the song is, the love is gone, the love is gone, and at the end of the movie, they sing the reprise, the love we found... The love mm. we found. And if you haven't heard the first song, then the reprise Get doesn't really make sense. Um, but also oh. it's devastating because she's singing about how, like, it's over and she's leaving him and, like, how he loves money and not her and all of this stuff. And Michael Caine is, like, singing with her and sobbing. I think my romance brain kind of just, like, changed history. I mean, that's valid. And, like, just told me that they were going to, like, all of them, all these Scrooges were going to go. No, Scrooge never does. Um, But Michael Caine does deliver the performance of a lifetime. Pain. I know. I I, I deal really poorly with that I was going to say, also, the young Scrooge, not, like, the young one, because that's not okay. No, 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 young Scrooge is hot. The young adult Scrooge. Mm -hmm. Well, no, not the young adult. (laughs) Young man. (laughs) The legal age. (laughs) Scrooge. Was hot. He was hot. Yeah. No, yeah. You're, you're correct. Yeah. And I was like, ooh. I would really and I thought they did, they did a good job getting the ages, the different ages, mm-hmm. like aging into Michael Caine. I was like, wow. They really like pulled everything out for that. They did. A lot of times they don't. It's true. They did for the Muppets. It's true. They did everything right for the Muppets. Yeah. The costumes. The asides. That movie is so quote. In fact, the last time we watched it, I quoted almost the entire movie. Actually, they did get one thing wrong. Uh oh. The scene during Christmas present when they go to Fred's Christmas party and they're playing the guessing game, and they're like, "Oh, an unwanted creature in the city that's not a rat, a whatever, or a cockroach. It must be Ebenezer Scrooge." And he's like, "Yes." And they're like, "Oh, Fred would never do that. That is the most gross." mischaracterization i have ever seen fred would never make fun of his uncle that way he would never in the book in every other version they do play a game but it's just like a silly little guessing game and scrooge knows the answer to the game and the other people Mm -hmm. don't and then when he goes to the party he's like oh by the way this is the answer and everyone is confused as to how he even knew that like before the question was asked tee hee hee but you know what Fred would simply never do is claim that his uncle is an unwanted creature. Because his whole thing is that he, like, loves his uncle and he keeps coming to mm-hmm. see him and thinking that he can, like, change him and get him into the Christmas suite. I have a lot of feelings. Fred's got you fighting in his army. 
And I love that for him. Yeah, because they did him so dirty in that scene. Muppets Christmas Carol, you were so close. You did everything right, except for that one thing. Well, I think you – wow. Okay, now I need to – I feel like I need to go watch the one with the song. True. Because I didn't At the very least, the watch the song and be emotional over yes. Michael Caine. I feel like I'm always emotional over Michael Caine. That's so valid. His performance and miscongeniality just gets me. Wow. Yeah, I just have to track down which one I freaking was watching growing up. It had to have been in school because I don't – I know my parents just watched the Joe Elwin one. Um, the what? Yeah, he's in like they like made a another version like a TV show or series. Oh, I didn't realize that and man Joe had Alwyn. a job. Yeah, that wasn't re- like not this year. I don't think. I think they were watching it like earlier this year. Um, but BBC maybe. Oh. I don't know. Um, but he was the Cratchit. Um, and yeah, I saw like a few scenes because I've really never seen that man act. I never watched The Favorite or anything with him in it, so it was jarring um to say the least um but yeah i honestly think i'm gonna snip snip most of that yeah no and i'm gonna put it (laughs) out as our stand-in holiday episode it's gonna be probably on a tuesday and it's just caroline (laughs) ranting about a muffin christmas carol a romance or tb a romance or tbr christmas carol um so that's gonna happen good um so I'm glad yeah you know what i will um, say for the other ooh. christmas carol sorry if you're just gonna cut this no, i might as well keep, just keep talking keep going um because most of it i didn't i don't want to watch right but i will say one thing that did burn itself into my brain is so you know how um there's the scene in the muppets version scrooge goes to kermit's house mm-hmm. and is like Bob Cratchit, why weren't you at the office? And Miss Piggy is like, I'll raise you right off the pavement. Um, <laughs> when I was when we put it on, I was like, Miss Piggy. So I know Kermit is gonna be Cratchit. So then Miss Piggy is gonna be his wife. I'm like, how are they gonna make her like a lowly, no. like poor no. wife? And Never. my dad was like, they're not. <laughs> they are not. They are going to give her the most iconic role. Badly <laughs> dressed. <laughs> We quote Miss Piggy in that movie. Mrs. Bennett. Well, we quote that entire movie constantly, but specifically mm-hmm. anytime my mom makes anything in the kitchen, it smells so good, mother. It does, doesn't it? All the time. All the time. Um, it's a chef's thing, my dear. You wouldn't understand. Anyway, where was I? Oh, he goes and he's like, I'm going to give you a raise. And she's like, well, I'll raise you right off the pit. What? In the, the George C. Scott version. What happens is, I think what happens in the book is it's the day after Christmas and he's supposed to be there earlier than usual because that's how he got Christmas off. And he's running late and Bob Cratchit is running frantically because he's late and he gets there and he scrambles with his keys to unlock the door and the door slowly pushes open. And there's this moment where it shows his face and he's got this expression of like, oh God. And that, like, burned itself in my brain, partially because every time we watched it, my dad would comment on it and be like, 
oh, like you can just see the agony of realizing that Ebenezer Scrooge made it there before him. And then he like creeps in to try to act like he was already there and Scrooge is like Bob Cratchit and it's a whole thing. But that man's face in that moment of realization is burned into my brain. (laughs) So we've talked about before how like we have like our families have like different like top like Christmas movies. Mm -hmm. You guys watch a Christmas story a lot, which we also do too, right? Yeah, we're a, we're a so, yeah. Christmas story, but yeah. only we watch it usually on New Year's Eve. Gotcha. Or like we put on the twenty four hour. Mm-hmm. I mean, I usually demand that we watch it at some point earlier, but typically mm-hmm. that's. I also where, feel like, like now the Muppets are like your guys's like very. Well, that's because I love it, and yeah, it's one of the few Christmas movies that we all love. Love together. Yeah. Um, because we that's kind of like how it is with because we each have like our different favorites, mm-hmm. but like our top one that we could all just like put on whenever is Christmas Vacation. Mm-hmm. Um. And so that one is, like, quoted throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And it was never more relevant than on the few days before Thanksgiving, um, we picked up two turkeys because we have one on Christmas and one on Thanksgiving. And my they were in our trucks. We got them up. My mom just had, like, she was not in a great mood. And so I was like, do you need help? She's, like, carrying two huge turkeys in the house. Like, and she's like, no, I got it, as moms do. Um, you have all the luck. <laughs> and so some reason – or like somehow she like snagged the turkey on the truck, um, and so she's like walking in ahead of me, and I like look down, and I see a trail of like liquid, um, on the ground because we have pavement like in mm-hmm. our driveway, and I was like, I was like trying to do the math. I was like, what was she carrying? Oh, turkeys. Why is it wet? And then all of a sudden, because our front door was open, I hear. A blood curdling scream, turkey! <laughs> and it was because the turkey was snagged in the truck, and it was dripping raw, bloody turkey juice straight from our driveway all the way up our stairs, where she had placed the groceries on the stairs, over the groceries, up on our new carpet. We just got new <laughs> carpet um, because we had to like get some like like our sewer like pipes redone. So brand new carpet. And all I could think of, because she was having a meltdown, which to be fair, it's raw turkey juice. She hit, like, bad. Um, but all I could think about was in Christmas vacation when she's like, my carpet! Um, and when it, when we cooled down a little bit, that's all I was saying was, my carpet! Um, so that has never been more relevant. Because we do all, we love to say, like, why is the carpet all wet, Todd? I don't know, Marco. Um, but really, the my carpet got me through that night because it was rough. Um, we, I, I was like, well, mom, you, you have to like use a turkey. Cause like, wouldn't it feel so good to like shove your hand up it and like cause havoc on this turkey that just like ruined your life? Um, and we, we did eat it. So we got the final laugh. But- See, that would still be a Christmas story quote for me. That would still be us <laughs> quoting the various like, essays. <laughs> You're right. You're right. It, it was were, a very cinematic moment. It was like, a cinematic moment. It was a night to remember incredible and like we can laugh about it now <laughs> i didn't know if we were gonna get to that point um but i will say my perfect timing of my carpet did ease some of the tension <laughs> <laughs> but just like the and like the moment was so cinematic of me looking down at the pavement and being like maybe she won't notice because like i had like it was like mm-hmm. a two second delay of like me realizing what had happened and her going <laughs> Kevin's not here. Kevin's not here. Kevin's not here. Kevin. Um, and like 
the way I looked at the door and looked back and was like, maybe she won't, maybe it'll be okay. And then I hear this scream. I was like, oh no. Oh no. Yeah, that was a thing. And this is completely unrelated, but my other cinematic story was when I cut that bug in the strawberry. There was another bug on a piece of lettuce and then it was like a shell or something. And then I was like, well, I'm still going to eat my lettuce because I was like, I didn't see it. It wasn't alive. And I pick up the piece of lettuce and there's another bug, mm-hmm. not big enough for that shell, on the piece of lettuce. Mm-hmm. And I screamed. That's valid. That's yeah. fair. And it was alive, but it was like a tiny bug. And I was like, so what was the shell from? That's and then we didn't eat the lettuce anymore. Yeah, we yeah. had to throw out a bag of lettuce recently because it had worms in it. Oh. Yeah, apparently that's a thing that happens sometimes. Really? Yeah. I didn't love that information oh. though. So Maybe that was a shell. Maybe they're just showing Who knows? Them. Who God. knows? I will say my proudest movie quote of, of recent memory was when there were 14 people living in this house. <laughs> um, and you better believe that more than once married. I was like, <laughs> there are 14 people in this house and you're the only one who has to cause trouble. When there was I that one. Married, I'm living alone. That 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 was the other one. Was my constant. This house is so full of people. It makes me sick. I always quote. Um, I got the milk, eggs, and fabric softener. That's a like I like whenever quote. I like come home with yeah. the groceries. Yeah, I'm like, I got the milk, eggs, because he's so cute. Yeah, like, milk. We say it constantly. It is so annoying that when I grow up and get married, <sighs> I'm living alone. And I also I'm love from alone. <laughs> from um oh and freedom alone too. Freedom. It smells like fish. fish. No, it's freedom. And fish. fish. We say fish and freedom a lot. A, like mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I love the um I love you. Yep. Marvelous Tim Curry. Yeah. Just made that I love that. Like I think I like Home Alone 2 better because of Tim Curry. I just That's so fair. I love Tim Curry's character. I just love that. I love you. And I always sing the Frankie song. Do bundle up. It's rather cold outside. I love him so much. Oh, God. What an actor. I love him. And just like the, I love you. (laughs) Cliff, Mo. (laughs) They'll look at Cliff. It's a lie. (laughs) Why did I just eat that impression? (laughs) Like... Out of all of the quotes I have said, why was that the best one? Cliff. Bony Bob. Mo oh, with the gimpy leg. Cliff. Guys, Caroline Moonlights is Cliff. Uh, yeah, that movie is just peak perfection. Just like, credit card? You got it. Like, I just, it. Fish. This is Mr. McAllister. <laughs> the father. <laughs> the father. Mm, and then angels with even filthier souls. Like, who even thought to put Uncle Frank in the freaking shower? Have Kevin record it. Have I him singing know. that specific I... song. Oh, you're cooking, Frankie. And then put him <laughs> in the hotel <laughs> as a freaking inflatable clown. I don't, I don't know. And then Tim Curry. Remember, we're the oh, Sticky Bandits. That's S. T. It's just. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I, it, it just does a number on me. Those movies. The one in the second one that 
I, there are some of the um, shenanigans that I can't watch because they're so painful. You know, um, like stepping on the nail. That one is the main one. Then... I can't watch him yeah. step on the nail. Um, yeah. The one that, and it's probably the cheesiest gimmick out of anything that happens. It, it's that. It's the cheesiest gimmick that happens in either of the movies. But from the, my earliest memories of watching the Home Alone movies, him getting electrocuted and turning into a skeleton was always my absolute fit. Like, that was the funniest thing that child Caroline had ever seen. It was my favorite part. It's so funny. It was my favorite. It's the dumbest bit. Like, every other bit is like, oh, they definitely would not have survived that, but it at least looks semi-realistic. That one is like, what if we just had him briefly turn into a skeleton with, like, frizzed up hair? And five-year-old Caroline was like, that is cinema. That's cinema. That's yeah. art. That's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I do, I do love his scream. He ate that. <laughs> like, so it's <laughs> it just higher and higher. Why is it so funny? My parents are like, that's not even the best part. I mean, yes, it is. I mean, my, it my is dad fact. and my dad and brother get hung up on the fact that he never ate his macaroni. I also get his hung up on fresh, that. Piping to hot, be fair, with the glass of milk. Macaroni. Yeah. Yeah. He never got to like, eat what it. what happened to that? No, that's... Ugh. It's valid. Mans didn't get his dinner. I got the milk. Every time I watch it now, I just... I do think about how many things would objectively kill a man. Like, when yeah. he's chucking bricks at their heads. Like, or, you would yes. not survive that. I... That was my other... Uh, Baby Caroline's other favorite part was the... Have you had enough or are you thirsty for more? And then Marv going... Never! I thought that was the funniest thing. Or the thing. spider. <laughs> Wax her in the face. Also iconic, but, but nothing touches. Never! That's, that was also when, peak comedy for me. Never! You're right. And then with the aftershave. Yes. Or Incredible. when he runs up and he's like, ah, and runs in the camera and like mm-hmm. looks and runs mm-hmm. away. I just... Those movies are... Poca-poca, poca Oh my God, John Candy. Mm. And the whole bit that he improvised with <laughs> Catherine O'Hara and the child beast. <laughs> we quote that a lot, too. Kids are resilient like that. You know, six weeks, he came around, started talking again. Poca poca. No, Sheboygan. We're very big in Sheboygan. <laughs> big in Chicago? No, Sheboygan. Um. Well, you asked. I'm sorry I did. Uh, I just... Hyper online, too. Liz, we got hyper online too. Tell the lady to counter kids again. (sighs) And then the cops just do nothing. Like they just show up, knock. I'm like, what do you? Nope. No work was done there. Um. Oh my god. Is it true that French babes don't shave their pits? (laughs) Some Some don't. They got nude beaches. <laughs> Not in the winter, they don't. <laughs> oh. No, I just gave him a whole load of rat guts. I put a leg stick my weeks. bed if you were growing on my ass. <laughs> Why is but, this just evolved into us I don't know. Home alone? A movie that most people yeah. have seen. I hope so that if you're still listening, <laughs> that you are getting as much of a kick out of this as we are. Yeah. I hope that you have favorite Home Alone quotes that you're just hoping we say. Honestly, I don't you trust down. you if you don't have favorite Home Alone quotes. Yeah. Like, 
who are you? They're not even like if you're like, ooh, pick a Christmas movie to watch. I don't mm-hmm. think Unless I've already watched a few others, I'm not going to be like, ooh, Home Alone. But when you put them mm. on. Mm. See, Christmas Vacation, I think Home Alone's in my top. Um, I mean, it's I, my top few, but it wouldn't be my yeah. first pick. Yeah. And then I watch it and I'm like, this is. Yeah. Like, this was perfect, especially number two. And then, I mean, I love a good jingle all the way because of the Minnesota representation with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Have you ever seen that one? Mm-mm. I'm your number one customer. Um, it's it's crazy. Basically, um, he he works all the time. He misses all these engagements and his kid's life and everything. It's the kid from um, I think he's from Star Wars. He's the young Anakin. So he's already very annoying. And you're kind of like, kid, get over it. But you're also like, it's Christmas. Um, and he wants this Turbo Man action figure doll. And um, Howard. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger so just picture Arnold Schwarzenegger in like a a suburban Minnesota like setting sure um because they filmed it at the Mall of America when he had to go and like battle a child to get this Turbo Man doll and he didn't get it um and Rita Wilson so Tom Hanks wife she's in it and I think Tom Hanks maybe produced it with her I don't know um and she's like you got the doll right because he missed his kid's karate performance and then he's like what can I do to make it up to you and and Jamie is Mm. his name is also Jamie um and he's like and if you're listening to this it's because we recorded it at the end of our if are the the bride episodes or her name is jamie <laughs> look at that um and it, jamie's like well i want this and he recites the commercial like word for word and then his wife mm, a rough writer like, bb with a compass in the stock and this <laughs> exactly time exactly and so the wife is like howard you got like when they're getting ready for bed she's like you got the doll right and then he looks at the camera he's like oh and so then tomorrow's Christmas Eve. So then Christmas Eve he has to go and then he doesn't – I mean, he's Howard. He doesn't know that this doll is going to be sold out. He gets in skirmishes with a local postman who's also looking for a doll. They commit a lot of crimes. He has a vendetta with this officer who pulls him over the night before. And um, it's just him trying to get this Turbo Man doll all throughout Min- like Minneapolis and the Twin Cities. And um, – John, I think, or someone's in there because then he gets like scalpers who are like an undercover like ring, and then he has to. It's a whole thing. It's not the best movie, but I sure do love it because then he turns into Turbo Man at the end because there's a parade, and then like he gets selected because of shenanigans. (laughs) Like he just walks into the room and they're like, "Oh, Turbo Man's here!" Because it's huge Arnold Schwarzenegger. Sure. And then he like has to fight it out. It's you know. It's it's great. Huh. And then there's a there's a character, Ted, who's like the next door neighbor who's trying to get on his wife. Mm. And that's a whole funny thing. Okay, and Ted. And and well there's a quote nestled safely under our tree because the neighbor who's perfect and he's a eligible bachelor because he's divorced, um, and like loves to bake because he's trying to get all these women. Um, he ha- he bought the doll months in advance and he always says, It's nestled safely under our tree. And then I mean does it almost get stolen and burnt down because there was a reindeer in the house? Yes. Huh. Things happen. It's a arguably a great movie. <laughs> arguably, I say because it could argue, like that is argued the me other defending Talladega Nights. <laughs> I like, love that is it movie. Good? Ricky Bobby. No, but I texted my because I watched it because like it's like NASCAR, it, like, but I wanted to watch. A race car related movie? Yeah. (laughs) 
that's not that. the kind of mo- like we don't really will ferrell movies not our like elf is the only one that my mom likes like you should watch just... kicking and screaming josh hutcherson's in it okay well that might be a turning point but uh i mentioned <laughs> i was like i don't know i'm watching some like racing movies i think i might watch talladega nights um, and my dad was like, well, make sure to tell your brother because he – it's, like, one of his favorite movies. Mm-hmm. So I watched Talladega Nights. I was, like, kind of angry because it wasn't good. Yeah. It's a Will Ferrell but, like, movie. It had I the did kind of love it. So I text my brother afterwards, who for context is – oh, God, how old am I? 24, 25. No, I'm 25, so he's – 32? No. How old is he? I don't know. Eight years older than me. God knows. He has three children. Um, I text him. I said, I just watched Talladega Nights. This is at 7.30 p.m. And he's in the Eastern time zone. So 8.30 p.m. for him. He responds immediately in all caps with, you have made me spill my macchiato. <laughs> I said, it was atrocious. I kind of loved it. And his That's, only that was response, her response to my throbbing member text as well. Yeah, that it tends to happen to me. People suggest things, and I'm like, oh, I hate that so much. Absolutely. Um, his only response was really, I drive Formula Un. And now, <laughs> like, the entire, uh, what's his name? Sasha. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, it, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Him as the French Formula One driver, as yeah. a Formula One fan, is the funniest thing I've ever seen. I should go back and rewatch it. You now should. Now I have all this information from you. You should. I watched that when I was like. Because all uh, I could think was might, the two child. Alpine drivers are both French, <laughs> Esteban Ocon and Pierre Gasly. And I was like, I don't understand. Like, if I were a French Formula One driver, mm-hmm. I would be quoting that character like yeah. i would constantly be like i drive formula uh, like ricky bobby constantly i mean i incite the spirit of ricky bobby constantly like whenever i like have a need for speed like whenever i'm driving fast i'm like ricky i bobby. do feel like because there are some things like my brother quotes uh, i don't even know like austin powers and movies and things mm-hmm. that i've just been hearing quotes my entire life yeah. my from my, my dad, dad does, too yeah. where like i've just yep. like absorbed quotes from them without knowing mm-hmm. what they're from and I do feel like I have unintentionally used, don't you put that evil on us, Ricky Bobby. Like, I feel like I've definitely said that without knowing <laughs> what that is from or what the context is. But the formula, uh, it murdered my piece. Why? I just don't understand why all of the Formula One drivers aren't constant, like quoting that constantly. The other one is... um cars i don't know why i listened to a podcast where they interviewed mm-hmm. an iconic indycar driver david malukas who's like gen z meme king of indycar and i love him so much and he watches cars literally mm-hmm. like on a constant he's like my nephew. yeah well he's Nothing like our age maybe mm-hmm. a little bit younger but he loves cars and they asked him they were like when you get in the car do you just like i am speed and he was like not really but i did say it like at least a couple of times <laughs> I was like, like I would never be saying really it all seen the time. that movie all the way through, and I watched it <gasps> oh, okay. with my nephew, like the first. Because I still haven't, like, I don't. I, I mean, I've seen it all the way through, but like a long, long time ago. Because I remember Portia. Uh, I think we went in the theaters, um, but like it had been a long time. It was a long time. So like, for me. I did not remember the intro of it where he's like sleeping in the truck, and then he like that's how he like gets into uh, the, uh-huh. the radiator springs. 
Um, and my nephew, I mean, he's like not even two yet, but he has got this movie down pat. Yeah. yeah. Like he says cow when they're the tractor mm-hmm. cows. So I think I'm like, do you think that's a cow? <laughs> like, do we need to have a talk? Um, but and the way he like, because we drove him uh to like a, a town that sounds really sketchy but we had to like we were driving with him in the car we listened to life as a highway the entire sure. way there um and he just says highway and it's just the cutest thing um but yeah i was struck by how good that movie it's we, so good yeah. why is it like a rom-com but if all the people were yeah. cars and it's just so fascinating how they like it's worked, objectively worked it hilarious out. also mm-hmm. like it's one of those great, you know, Pixar movies that's also funny mm-hmm. for adults. Mm-hmm. There are so many just, like, absolutely kill me lines. My email signature, not so much for, um, like, if I'm writing, like, kind of a higher-up coworker that I don't know very mm-hmm. well, or if I'm writing, like, an author or something, I don't use this as my – I just have my standard work that's signature. Probably. But if I'm more, but if I'm writing to, like, somebody I know or, like, an influencer mm-hmm. or something, I will sign my emails off now with ka-chow for now. <laughs> <laughs> and I I don't know if anybody's noticed except Estelle and like you know on the team I was like mm-hmm. guys do you think I could get away with the email signature kachow for now and they were like I actually demand that you do that um kachow for now kachow for now and I I do say kachow a lot it's a great word also Estelle sent me a Carsland Christmas playlist including some songs that are just like about Santa driving pickup trucks or whatever but also some songs that are from some Mater and Luigi album and the oh, absolute best song on it is Jingle Bells di Luigi. And it's Luigi singing Cars themed Jingle Bells. And it's excellent. That's what I feel about the SpongeBob Christmas songs. <laughs> Straight enough to be. <laughs> SpongeBob Patrick, why'd you do this to me? We were a Santa's coming tonight, tonight. Santa's yeah. coming tonight, family. We were really annoying about it. My parents mm. hated that song by the end of Christmas Eve every year. As they should, because we were annoying. Yeah. Relatable. But in our defense, Santa was coming tonight, tonight. Yeah. And there's a Shrek Christmas one that's great. Um, Yeah. There's like a whole Nickelodeon, like, separate, like, Christmas. We've been watching a lot of Rugrats Christmas. Hmm. My sister's in, big into Rugrats right now. Which We'd like to rewatch so the Bewitched loud. Christmas episodes. Those are always oh. fun. I've been watching the Bob's Burgers. I started with the Thanksgiving ones, um, but then now I've like started to like go into the Christmas ones because they have so many different Christmas, um, and it's just so comforting. That show is so weird, and I love it so so dearly. Mm. Tina, you get me. <laughs> Not maybe a good thing, but it's the right thing. And also, my mom is so Linda. My dad is kind of Bob if he didn't cook. It's just perfect. <laughs> mm. But yeah. Well, on that note. That, yeah, that shaped up to be a a Christmas episode that we did not intend. But the dash. Us quoting things. <laughs> listen, it's a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> Merry Christmas. We weren't good. We weren't. Yeah, we weren't going to give you a, a, a holiday Christmas episode because we simply don't want to be reading and recording on that. But like, well, here's just like us forgetting to. Turn I gave a few book off. recommendations. 
This is yeah. Normally, we, normally vibe. we hit e- we hit end, and then we have like an hour conversation. So you're just privy to it. Yeah. Um, there were a few book recs in there. I would just really just focus on novellas. Um, look up the um Duke in a Box anthology from last year. Look at all those because they're now starting to be like independently published because mm-hmm. you can't buy that one anymore. Um, on Goodreads, I have like my top favorite. I think it's like six. Um, that I really liked. Um, actually, I loved. I loved them a lot. I'm going to read those. And there are just a few other novellas that are like coming out. I know Leanna De La Rosa has one. It's like the commander's Christmas wife or something, something like that, um, that I want to read and not much else. So you got formula one and Christmas movie reenactment <laughs> instead. I don't know what more you could possibly want. It's the vibes. for this All year. I want for Christmas is whatever that was exactly and i think you would also like i saw somewhere an f1 romance my i'm just gonna drop like an f1 romance novella one day i'm gonna be like surprise here it is and it's gonna be based on the fact that at the las vegas gp there is a trackside chapel called race to the altar which is and that's just, what it's gonna be called it's gonna be called the race book, to the altar the like i think you need to like somehow just put it on goodreads so that people <laughs> are like oh this ex- is gonna exist at some point i can't take the title and then you just got it. I mean, even if somebody has the title, it'll be fine. There are lots of books with the same title. That's so true. Listen, like, that's the most romance novel coded thing I've ever heard. That is. Race at the a, altar. Yeah. A Vegas chapel at the side of the track. It's going to happen. I agree. And also um, specifically, I I'm like, how can I finagle my way into, like, an oops, we got married, but we have to just go with it situation? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're, like, well, we I mean, wake if it's up Vegas in- and there's a chapel – Right, like I feel like it writes itself. You know, I agree. It, mm-hmm. It's it's designed to be a romance novel, so and I think what, that so it, if, I, it should be me. Uh huh. If I were to drop anything, I think it would have to be like, and it happened one night, romance because that's like a Christmas movie. But like she's a like a petty thief basically, and he's the lawyer. Um, or the prosecutor, I guess, who's, like, supposed to, like, put her in jail, lock, lock her up. But it's, like, the holidays. Um, and so normally the juries let, especially women, go mm-hmm. over the holidays because that's just so cruel of them. Um, but he's kind of a I'm jerk and good at his job. <laughs> so he, like, gets them to basically pa- pause the trial until after the holidays so she's got to go to jail during that damn and he feels bad about it so he's like he goes to the the bonds guy or whatever he's like don't like here's this whatever and then he the bonds guy ends up delivering her to his house because the guy thought that he was like Mm -hmm. wanting to sleep with her in like a lechery way Mm -hmm. and he like is like no that's not what was happening here and then she's like oh it's not good you mean i can leave and he's like yeah please leave actually i'm going home to my family please and she's like well no i'll stay then because like i don't have anywhere to go but also like you weren't kicking me out so now i can stay and then he's like well no i'm i'm leaving and then they turns out they have family in like the same area so what do they do it's a road trip this and is the historical romance but yep slay yep that was a slay like, so slay like i need <laughs> so slay. So slay. I need oh slay S L E H yeah G no E L G H not you not being able I can't see things in my head so it gets very hard spelling out loud S L E A I G H no there's no A 
S L E I. I was saying E, but like the A because the sound is A, not I. Oh my god. S L E I G H. Yes. Though. Um. But yeah, it happened when like I need. Like, cause like in which Margot Halifax, like she's not a thief. Like, I just really need the specific dynamic mm-hmm. of a barrister and, like, a petty thief. And I know it's out there. I know it has to exist. So if yeah, you have read – if you have read one, because the only one close enough Write was, the romance you want to see in the world, Hannah. Right? So that that's what that's the point that we were trying to make mm-hmm. here is that mm-hmm. if you ever see a random barrister times petty thief <laughs> romance book, uh, novella probably, um, that would be what I would write because it's stuck in my brain ever since I saw it like a few years ago because it's like an old black and white one. Um, I was saying it was it happened. So the movie I was talking about was Remember the Night. It happened when it was also a very romance novel um, because that's uh, she's like an heiress and he's a reporter and it's like a train road trip mm. kind of mm. or a, track, a track trip. Why don't they make um, movies and they have like they this? And I know they have like a sheet that they have to put up because they're in only one bed situation oh or like God. only one room. They have to like put a sheet in the room. It's great. I know. I know. So good. Uh, well, this is this is a very um, Mary, but remember the night is Christmas. Mer- They're going Mer- home for Christmas. Christmas. Mer- 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 and slams the door in his face. It's the jelly of the month club. We are the romance of the month club. We're the gift that keeps on giving. Even when you don't want it to keep giving and it's been an hour and a half and you're like, please stop giving and we're just going to keep giving. We are the jelly. It's giving season. <laughs> Have you seen that? No. It it was just a TikTok that went viral of like a I can't remember like what seasoning? store it was. No, we were, somebody had put around Thanksgiving. There was some store, can't remember which one that had put it's giving season. Oh. <laughs> and he was like, "Why did I read it as it's giving season?" <laughs> and I was like, "That's funny cuz I also read it as it's giving season." Um and now I say that about anything seasonal. It's giving season. <laughs> That's so right. <sighs> All right. I love it. Well, this is our gift to you. This is happy holidays. Um, Did we ever wrap up the other episode? No, we have to do that. <laughs> we have to do that. We sure do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, ho, ho, ho. Slay all day. Slay all night. S L E I G H. Well done. Slay. Slay. <laughs> <laughs>